Good day, good evening, good morning. This is the Material Podcast, episode 152. Uh, I am your co-host, Florence Ion, and I am joined by the wonderful... Andy Anatko. I feel like I've just like joined a conference call. Yes. At the tone, uh, state your name, and I will add you to the group conference. <laughs> Andy Anatko. I guess we have to thank Skype for the fact that I can literally throw it to you <laughs> and it works because had we done that with no video component, it would have just really sounded uh, like a conference call where absolutely nobody is able to connect ever because for some reason, nobody's been able to fix that one thing that like everybody relies on in this day and age. Yeah. It's, so there, there, there's, there's a, there's a reason why I'm going for like my commercial trucking license because if I ever can't make a living as a writer anymore, <laughs> I, I I'm I'm not going into an office. It's I I can't no, I can't no, no, I can't no, no, deal no. with conference calls and I can't do, hello. Uh, uh, am I in but the call? But that's not going to work. Uh, hello? I I think you're on mute. Do you, have we started yet? Do Do I have time to look at my deck again? Yeah. See, it's I I would much rather be a, a short haul uh, interstate trucker than. That's not going to work for you because you have to understand uh, trucking will be taken over by robots in like 20 minutes. Hey, I, I'm, um, I'm already emotionless. Uh, I'm already considered to be uh, <laughs> quite dispensable. And people yell at me as though I have no soul or feelings. So I think that I'm even a cheaper replacement wow. for whatever uh, Uber uh, and, uh, and, and Tesla are working on. If you're listening. So what you're basically saying is that our occupation as journalists has trained us to also be robots. I'm I'm saying that if if I were if I were like a short haul trucker or even like a, a like an interstate trucker, I would still get to be like in a little room like with near my bed all day long with nobody else there. So already those are a couple of points that would at least get me to shower and shave and dress nicely for the interview. I have to say, I'm, I've been very frustrated for the last week and a half, and I, I already talked about it on last week's show about my Wi-Fi problems with my Pixel 2. I haven't been able to fix anything, by the way. It's been escalated to Google support. We are on a long Twitter DM. Uh, the last thing that the, the Google support person has asked me is to please reboot in something about rebooting in safe mode. I forgot, but something about safe mode, not reboot, not just rebooting in safe mode, but also trying something else, uh, which I haven't done because quite frankly, it's just hasn't been a thing I've had time to deal with. I've just been turning Wi-Fi off and on over and over again until I get it to work. <laughs> I've just been changing between LTE and Wi-Fi. It's, it's ridiculous. I don't. I don't really I'm starting to get really worried about all this Wi-Fi that I've got going on in my house and I've got a mesh uh, Wi-Fi network all set up and everything, but still I'm just sitting here not trusting wireless configurations of any sort. I've been I've been let down. Nope, you're 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 absolutely right. You you, you know that the you know that the, the the support call has taken a very very bad turn when you're being asked to reboot while holding down such a weird combination of keys that it's basically how to generate in Unicode the sign of the Zodiac Leo. Like if you had a, if you're in a word processor and that's the key you have to hold down to restart to get at the root of your actual problem, a special super double secret probation diagnostic mode that even like the actual service manuals do not know about. So actually, the good news is that the Pixel 2 with Oreo, you can just reboot into safe mode. I think by long 
super long pressing the power button, like just all just all the way. Yep. Just hold it forever until it goes safe mode, which is awesome, I have to say, because before I reached out to Google support, I was like, oh, let me just do that on my own because I know how to do that. Uh, still didn't solve anything. So by the way, what Google support is suggesting that I do is create a guest Wi-Fi network. And then if it's still happening from there, um, rebooting into safe mode. So I have to like do all these things. I just, I haven't done it. I haven't, I just, I really just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. It's like, especially because you can get like a very good like Wi-Fi router for just like 50 or $60, which isn't, which isn't like no money. But if it's like, how much time is it going to cost me to figure out how to get this router I already have working again versus what are the chances that if I just order something two days, two day delivery on Amazon, I will plug it in. The Wi-Fi will work. I will ne- I will never have to know exactly what was going wrong with the old one. So wait, the kicker here is that uh, the Google Wi-Fi is my router. So it's plugged in directly into my modem and mm. <laughs> all these <laughs> The kicker here is that I am so into this like Google ecosystem, right? Because this is what I read about. Okay. It's a lab. That's what we got going on here. Uh, And also because quite frankly, I trust the products, which is why I I continue to use them. And it's, it's just funny to me that I have all this Google stuff going on connected and it's like not working and I can't figure out why. And it's supposed to be this super like user-friendly, we'll help you figure it out in one, two, three steps. And it, I and Flo here, who has been tinkering with this stuff for all her life, is just flummoxed. And and I but I'm also like, maybe it's maybe it's age that's <laughs> that's brought me here. Uh, but I, I just also don't care anymore. I'm, I'm like living, I'm living in the suckiness, like whatever. Yeah. That Wi-Fi doesn't really work. <laughs> if, oh, well I'll download what I need when I get to the brick house, when I get to the twit brick house, <laughs> cause I have good Wi-Fi. Yeah, that, that's I that's something that once the once people who design uh, like uh, software and hardware can crack that problem with like the the human psyche that you're, there's a problem that I could probably fix in the next six minutes or there's there's a trivial up there's a trivial thing you want you're asking me to do right now but the thing is I launched this app because I just want to pr- I just need to get this file and print it this is not a good time for me to to think about installing a new and downloading a new update and every time I launch this app again I'm launching it just to do this one thing and leave the house so there's a good chance that there will be uh, there there will be a species of orange rock that has been elected to Congress before I will actually download this essential security <laughs> patch because it just the 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 situation will never yeah. be created in which I'll say you know what I, I was going to print out this important form that has to be at FedEx by uh, at five thirty and I'll have just enough time to get there before the driver makes his pickup but. I think I would like to to do uh, to apply these security patches for these bug features and feature enhancements. Anyway, if I end up do fixing it, I will let you all know. Of course, yeah. well, our faithful listeners. Well, also, when, it, when when a phone has a Wi-Fi issue, especially if you have an unlimited data plan, like how do you even notice it sometimes? I don't have. That's the oh. problem. I'm on a family plan with like a lot of Romanians, and I know that once I start digging into uh, the the 20 gigs or whatever we have between the lot of us, I'm gonna start to get some angry text messages, um, particularly particularly from my father, who is a 
jubilant YouTube streamer, does not care where he is in the world, will stream on YouTube. <laughs> and by the way, he has an iPhone 10, which just like adds insult to this whole thing. But anyway, I am letting the Google support person, I'm like checking in with them every couple of days and I'm like, hey, I'm still here. I'm just like, I've been super busy, but like, I'll get back to you soon. And they're like, thanks. Really appreciate the update. So I don't know. By the end of this, um, I may have to invite them to my next birthday party because we are we're really developing a relationship over Twitter DMs. This is <laughs> th- this this could be like a I don't know whether it would be like as a movie, whether it would be like a, 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 a gentle tragedy or like a screwball comedy, because it's, it's not only this long relationship that you have with a tech support person who's responsible for this tech support ticket that you've opened, but also you've also introduced the problem is that like my dad is on the same data plan and it's not that he doesn't trust me it's just that well okay when i was in sixth grade and then there's yeah see that and then they wind up knowing so much about you that they did they decide not to try to monetize they 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 try to monetize the emotional bond between the two that's that's how they Mm. they that this person says you know what i i have profiled you as a perfect match for me We'll, we'll punch that up. That's just a first draft. I'm just spitballing here. Uh, you're giving me a great idea. I mean, after all, uh, this freelance life, I've got plenty of time to write a Hollywood script. <laughs> Hollywood, <laughs> oh, come at me. You need a tech niche out there? You got to get some movies. There's got to be something besides, uh, what was it, the internship or whatever the <laughs> one was with the with the with what's-his-face and what's-his-face about Google. <laughs> the Wedding Crashers, yes. <laughs> But don't 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 go down don't go down that road. The, see, if you are like if you're in your bathrobe at 4 p.m. inside your ho- your house and at a desk that you've termed correctly your home office and all that neat stuff. If you if you're saying that I'm a freelance like tech writer, that's credible, and you can actually point to stuff you've done. If you say that, well, I'm I'm, I'm work I'm really focusing on my screenplay. That basically means that, oh, so you have like a, a parent or a spouse that you think will just simply let you not have a job for at least seven months. And then you'll see if you can get another four months out of it because you're almost you're almost done with this novel or screenplay. Is it really bad that this is what freelance life has brought me to? I'm home alone all day. So of course, I'm going to stare off into the distance and start thinking, what if I wrote a movie script? <laughs> no, 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 that, that, no, that, that's fine. Just, to, just, to, and I, you know, I, I've got, I, I, I don't have scripts, but I, I write fun things because at least if, if uh, I feel as though anything that I'm doing, if I'm sitting upright in front of a screen where with and typing on the keyboard where I'm supposed to be typing things about technology for money, that's technically still writing. I can, I can still claim that I, I, I was a good boy that day as opposed to, Ooh, I'll just take the laptop onto the sofa with me and I'll write there. And then you wind up just, like on Instagram all day long, like binge watching a Korean a Korean mute pop music uh, soap opera that you found on Netflix. That's a problem. But no, no, write, write, spend your day writing things, creating things. The things that the thing you're not responsible for writing will help you to write the thing that you're actually responsible for writing. It's extremely true. Uh, I have a feeling even some developers out there could relate to that. The thing that you develop, my husband likes to jump into another app project when he's feeling really stuck. Unlike the current project that he's got going on, because it helps 
it helps uh, satiate or satiate. <laughs> it helps get the creative juices flowing in other parts of his brain. Some, sometimes it's stay creative, friends. <laughs> See, sometimes it's just when, uh, especially uh, I don't know how many of you listening are are writers, but sometimes it feels like, it feels like you just cannot push that cursor any farther to the right than you have done so today. And you're 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 getting a little bit down on yourself. And if at that point you write something for fun, or even if you just do a whole bunch of housework, it will do if it does nothing else but take your mind off of this problem where you cannot push that cursor any farther to the right, you have convinced you have at least demonstrated to yourself you are still capable of doing work and accomplishing things during the day. And once you realize that, oh wait, you know how I was like painting that picture of myself as a total useless lump who essentially displaces air but does nothing else uh, to do to earn his keep here in this planet that's not true because i just wrote two thousand words about uh, about sentient curtains that go for a walk in paris it's not saleable by any means but i did write it, it had a beginning a middle and an end and you know what when's the last time i have not dusted the top of that cabinet since i moved in here eight years ago and now boom totally dusted this is like weekly therapy yes. <laughs> where we talk about hashtag working from home. Um, speaking of working from home. <laughs> so I need, I mean, I, I'm so I'm curious out there. Okay. We're all, we're all fans of the Googs here. We're all Google users out here. Right. We all, we all have, we <laughs> right, all Andy. have tattoos of Google reader and places that we wish were not so prominent because now no one knows what it is. I got a tattoo to Google Wave <laughs> in the shape of an F, which is with the first letter of my name. Anyway, that is a great tattoo idea. I'm filing that for later. Uh, <laughs> so I, I'm kind of like IT help-ish or whatever. I'm like Best Buy. I'm your Best Buy person that will not try and sell stuff on you to all my friends. So they'll come to me and ask me like, Flo, what should I buy from the tech store? Um, which I appreciate. I'm really glad that I can provide that service to my friends and that my friends think of me when they want to go spend a bunch of money on stuff. That's great. Trust me of all people. <laughs> so I'm kind of, <laughs> I know, right? Um, so I'm kind of at like a, I, I'm at an interesting impasse here. So uh, my pal, she reached out to me and she's like, I really need a laptop for work. She's got like a consulting business. So I want to suggest to her a laptop. And, you know, old flow would go, oh, Mac or PC, what's your budget? So I asked her for her budget. I asked her for her needs. Uh, and then I was just thinking, you know, can I suggest to her a Chromebook? Like, hmm. is this something that that I can suggest to a non-tech e person <laughs> by all stereotypes of the word. Like whatever stereotypes are elicited from the idea techie, whatever you refer to as the idea of techie, like not that my friend isn't techie. I don't know. I feel like I'm walking myself into a no, hole. No, but what I'm basically trying to say they, is they are expecting something the shape of a laptop with perhaps a yes. slot in which a floppy diskette can be inserted and withdrawn. That no, she's all about the SD okay. card. It's, she's definitely, I, well, yeah, she's definitely up to par. On you, you never know. It's you, you never know like where they are and what they're expecting. They they're they're true. certainly expecting Windows. They're certainly expecting that. Well, where am I saving the files onto? And that's yeah. the other thing. So they're certainly expecting me to suggest Windows or Mac, right? But what if I come out of the blue and go, Moo, maybe you need to get a Chromebook. Um, and by the way, I've been seeing more Chromebooks out in the world <laughs> from people too. I would never expect. I've 
seen a lot of my doctors have Chromebooks. Like I've, well, what? <laughs> I don't even know you guys knew what these were. Like how do, I want to ask them, how'd you find out about this? But we have, you know, other stuff to talk about, like my health, um, which quite frankly takes priority. Uh, and you know, it is what it is. So I don't know. <laughs> Andy, what would you do? What would Andy do? Uh, I would probably. Wad. That's what that's. I would uh, sometimes uh, I, I'm in the same position as you are where uh, people you've been you've been I've been talking this big game about writing about technology and taught and experimenting and with all these different pieces of hardware inside and out of my office talking this big game and sometimes I'm actually I'm actually asked to deliver the goods which makes me regret not telling people that oh no I'm a, I'm a freelance dancer I just uh, you know just uh, just to fill fill out the corpse do ballet uh, you know I was in Duluth last week I'm probably going to be in Iowa next week you know the the lower tier ballets where uh, but yeah but uh, usually what's good for me is good for the person who's asking because I, I I'm willing I'm happy to help them however they want I would be really pleased if they never bother me for help if i'm if i'm not like there at having to like pack up my stuff and cables and tools and get out there at 11 p.m because something stopped yeah. working and it's really important that they get something filed by 1 a.m and so usually i tend to try to walk people towards the most reliable and trustworthy and foolproof stuff that's out there and as i like macs uh, i like a lot of windows uh, windows laptops uh, but an iPad, it just almost never doesn't work properly. And a Chromebook, because <laughs> chiefly because they've put this the, three feet of fortified cement and concrete between the actual like operating software and the user. Like you can't do settings, you can't install stuff, you can't update stuff yourself. It these things just keep ticking and ticking and ticking, and especially how good these Chromebooks are, like as of last year, but and even more so in 2018, I wouldn't hesitate to uh, recommend a Chromebook to somebody. Start, I mean, just starting with here is uh, again, do you is uh, is most of the stuff you do on your laptop through the through web apps like Google Docs and uh, online banking That's and Facebook and stuff like that. That's the and, question. And, mo and mostly it's like would you would you like to would you like to spend uh, $700 or $800 minimum on a Windows notebook that's really well built and really reliable or would you be better off saying I'd much rather spend $400 for a Chromebook that is just as reliable and just as well built? Some people, some people, they do, they don't want to, they, they don't necessarily want a brand new car. They want reliable transportation, and they're perfectly fine taking uh, taking as soon as we finally get Aunt Estelle to admit that she's 93 years old, she's blind, and she shouldn't be driving anymore. I'll, you know, that, that, that person is more than happy to take the old Buick, the old Cutlass Supreme off the, off the lady's hands for her. Ah, yes. The Cutlass Supreme. The, the, so the Chrome, <laughs> so the Chromebook is little old lady Cutlass Supreme 92 Cutlass, uh, of, of machines. It's, it's good. Even the Pixel book? That, you think? Okay, I, okay, I would that. I know this that is different be, territory. I, I, I know. I might be using a youth term incorrectly. Uh, but I'm going to risk it. Uh, I'm going to say that mm -hmm. that would be a baller move. That meaning you would yeah. have to have a supreme amount of confidence to oh, to yeah, say thousand dollars right. for a thing that does not run Windows or Mac OS. I can't do that. It which is gorgeous I, and beautiful. I'm afraid but, I'd lose her as yeah. a friend. <laughs> 
sorry. This is my honest yeah. truth. Not be. I mean, I am fine from if this was a person that was like super, uh, super into the things that you can do with a super cool laptop. Yeah. Uh, then I would suggest, hey, this is probably a hobby for you. You know, drop the thirteen hundred or whatever it costs for this thing. Uh, but somebody, I mean, she, she's running a business. Um, but you know, I run a business off a Chromebook, but then I also have a PC as a backup. So again, I, I really have to, I'm really trying to explore this life with the Chromebook. I said that I would write kind of about my experience at Google IO, but I felt like that didn't really, that didn't really warrant a full, um, out on the road (laughs) with my Chromebook kind of narrative because it wasn't really that extreme. I was what Chromebook did you take writing. with you? I took the Asus Chromebook okay. Flip, which is my yeah. my normal Chromebook. Um, yeah. So, and it, it it's got its own set of issues, but again, it was only five hundred bucks. So, which 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 is not no money, but it's it's less than a, some like Samsung Android tablets, for instance. Yeah, and there's you got to be attracted to. Uh, you got to be attracted to the idea of, again, I'm going to be a responsible computer owner. I'm going to take really mm-hmm. good care of this, but nonetheless, accidents happen. And I would not be uh, unmoved if I were to drop and uh, drop my $500 Chromebook and, and destroy it. But I would get over that much quicker because it's almost like I just made $1,500 because if I was going – whatever laptop I bought four months ago, I was going to drop and destroy anyway – I just saved $1,500 by buying a $500 Samsung Chromebook instead of a MacBook. Aren't I a genius? Oh, I forgot about Samsung making Chromebooks. I don't even know what those are like. You know, I, I'm i not going to suggest a Chromebook. Okay. I'm just going just gonna to stick to a PC, I think. Okay. Sorry, everyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is this is another reason why it's 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 okay for me to. Sometimes I like recommending Apple products, not just because they're well built and they're, they're reliable. So expensive. They're expensive too, but they have a two week. We don't care why you're bringing it back return policy. That's very so true. It's nice. To, it's nice to say buy it, even if you're just you don't even think if curious. You don't even know if you actually want a, a new laptop. Mac right. curious. Just, just, just make sure you don't get, you don't put it off until like the last day, and then like, you, then like your your spouse takes the car, didn't tell you that they were going to take the car all day long, and you're saying, "Honey, if you don't come home in the next eighteen minutes, we're not going to have the eighteen hundred dollars that we thought we were going to have in the budget to finally get that water heater fixed." <laughs> Ooh. Speaking of budgets. This episode is brought to you by our awesome friends over at Pingdom. The reason Pingdom are awesome is because they help keep your sites and the sites you love online. Pingdom monitor your site so you don't have to and give you real-time feedback so you know exactly what's going on at all times. Let's be real. Stuff breaks on the internet all the time. Every month, Pingdom detects around 13 million outages, That's more than 400,000 outages every day. So regardless of whether you have a small website or you're managing a complete infrastructure, it's super important to monitor its availability and performance. You really don't want your site to be down and know nothing about it until someone sends you a tweet or an email. And that's why you need Pingdom. 
It's so easy to get started. All Pingdom needs is the URL you want to monitor, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to pingdom.com slash RelayFM right now for a 14-day free trial with no credit card required. Then when you sign up, use the code material at checkout to get a massive 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom for their support of this show and Relay FM. Okay, Andy, I need you to help break this down for me. And the reason I need you to help break this down for me is because um, because it's, it's confusing. So uh, kind of the thing that a lot of people have been kind of complaining about, at least on the social meds, what I've been seeing on the social media and just in general, like Google Android circles, is that um, sometimes Google's traject- app trajectory <laughs> or like ecosystem trajectory doesn't exactly... Um, it's not that it doesn't make sense. It's just that it's uh, there's so many options out there that it's a wonder which path to take. You know, it's like being on a trailhead and it forks seven different ways instead of two ways, which is the easy way and the hard way, right? Mm. Yeah, you know, you got to curate those things. Well, I, I, see, now I'm. this was a losing proposition for me because the one thing I thought I understood about their app policy is that it doesn't make sense. And now that you're now you're introducing the idea that maybe it does make sense. Now I realize the one thing that I thought I understood about their app policy, I actually don't. So I'm actually more comfortable knowing that I, I could not be possibly any lower on the comprehension scale. Yeah, I I don't I oh. don't get it. Uh, so you a lot of you are probably uh, nodding your heads because we're about to talk about YouTube music. The music on the video service, the 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 two syllable trademark that is synonymous with video, is now the music service. Now, I'm sorry, you mean licensing deals? Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's synonymous with. Where all the licensing see, I th- deals? See, they're on YouTube. I thought I thought that at least maybe they were Google was being cool and coy and acknowledging that. By the way, every single if you want to pirate a, an album, you no longer go on BitTorrent or something like that. You go on YouTube, where <laughs> the, every single track has been like uploaded as like a video file in a playlist. Uh, yeah, so. I listen to a lot of live music streams on YouTube, by the way. I listen to one all day when I'm working, um, usually like of, of the chill hop study music variety. And there's like a chat window in there. And it's very like internet circa early aughts, you know, like everybody <laughs> is just kind of chatting about like homework and school and like, you know, ASL Um it's it's got a bit anyway. Well, uh, I'm really enjoying actual, it. See, actually, that's that's kind of the point that as, exactly. because so they're they're putting this all under the YouTube banner. And by the way, yes, but if you're if you're wondering what happens to Google Play Music, every if you're already a Google Play Music subscriber and you've got years worth of uh, playlists and favorited and thumbs up uh, and checked off uh, music, not to mention all kinds of uh, your own personal music that you've uploaded into the service. Google says that, A, don't worry, we will be killing it in, 20, in 2019, or at least that's what they've been sort of saying to people who have asked them about it. Uh, but essentially, they're, they, they're taking the position that uh, YouTube music will have everything that uh, Google Play Music has right now, again, including the ability to upload your own music, including the ability to take Thus, the take the work that you've done to curate these lists in Google Play Music and make sure that they uh, reappear on YouTube, and you'll just be using YouTube Music. So the fo- so if if I take if I take my snark dial down from eight to maybe three, little 
Exactly. It's, it's really hard. It's really hard. Again, I am of I'm I did it for I, you. <laughs> again, I, I my outlook of the world was shaped by a young 30-year-old Midwesterner by the name of David Letterman that who had a multi-million dollar a year job and yet could find something to sarcastically say about the most innocent and wholesome thing ever seen. And I've been <laughs> battling with that world perception ever since. So if so if we're if you start off with the idea that they're just changing the you're just changing the name of us uh, of one service to another service. And of course, we will also, you know, we will also have to just gloss over the fact that they do this all the time. They have like nine different chat apps and eight different files sharing apps. Surprise! That's fine. Okay. Uh, but it, it does make sense because like you said, and I, I'm the same way too. Uh, I often find new music by looking for videos by a certain performer that I like. Uh, and we're not talking about music videos. We're talking about a live performance video that has been uploaded legal legally. Uh, and some people will like do remixes and post those up line or and maybe there'll be some like lost tracks and like old, 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 old live recordings that pe someone will post up to YouTube. And so it reflects the fact that a lot of people are using YouTube to actually discover and actually as their jukebox. And like you and like you said, when there's a live stream or a live broadcast of something, whether it's a concert or whether it's a musical performance. It happens through YouTube, so I guess that makes kind of sense. The other nice thing is that uh, they right now it's a it hasn't launched yet. It's going to launch on Tuesday uh, as a, a soft opening, I guess you could call it. I think it's only to like early access users in the United States, Mexico, South Korea, Australia, and New Zealand. Uh, like next week, as we record, we're recording on on Wednesday right now. It'll be launching on Tuesday. Uh, you, so you can't get it right now, but they have a video uh, up on YouTube of all places that kind of walks you through what you're going to see. And I got, to, I have to say that one of the complaints I've always had about Google Play Music is that it doesn't look like a music app and it doesn't behave like a music app. Even though you have playlists and albums and you can swipe from here to there, it doesn't look like a music app. Whereas this uh, new app is going to, uh, in addition to having a, what they're promising is a really, really cool desktop app experience. It's got the dark sort of, uh, the, the dark sort of theme layout. It looks a lot like Apple Music. Um, uh, even though uh, both services have the ability to say, oh, well, it's Thursday. Uh, it's Thursday in the afternoon, so here's end of the workday, kind of chilling out sort of music. It seems as though this will be more of a timeliney sort of thing. You won't have to leave. <laughs> you won't have to leave the music service to go to the music store to buy music. Uh, they're also they're also suggesting that uh, they're <laughs> that one of the great features of YouTube Music is going to be super super vague searching. Like, again, if you are the adult child of uh, an adult parent, you have been in the conversation where, honey, like, did, what's the name of that song? Um, it's from, there was a, there's a dog in the, in the, in the lyrics and it was in that movie with, you know, that actress that like your sister really likes. And so as part as part of like the the the, the promotional package for this uh, on the on the blog posting at Google, they're saying that you'll be able to saying uh, play the play the song from that movie with the guy from Pulp Fiction where he does the dance. And maybe they will maybe it will be able to surface that uh, that song that they dance to uh, John Travolta and Uma Thurman at uh, Jack Rabbit Slims. So which is which is cool because. Uh, I, uh, I'll tell you that I've been listening to a lot of albums, particularly the past three or four days. I'm doing a lot of like desk work 
uh, here in the office. And so I've listened to uh, my Google Home Max a lot. And I'm. Uh, it's not a bad thing that I've been listening to almost nonstop David Bowie, like almost the entire catalog. But one of the reasons why I'm doing that is because I can, I can, I have, I know his almost entire discography, like from memory. And so I can actually just come out and say, like, hey, Guillermo, play the album Aladdin Sane by David Bowie or play, uh, play Lodger by, by David Bowie, as opposed to, <laughs> like if, if I want to find out my my, my favorite uh, a Foo Fighters album, I know what the album cover looks like. I don't know what the name of that album is. <laughs> when when I'm in when, when I'm in my Plex server, I will choose it based mm. on oh it's the one with the ray gun. Got it. I want that. I want that album. No no no. I want the one that's like the blue album cover with the red script mm-hmm. lettering on it. And so I can't ask my Google Assistant to play something that I don't know the name of. But if I can say. <laughs> with that, actually, that, that just occurred to me right now. That will be the feature that will cause me to actively campaign for the death of every competing music source. If they can say, like, hey, hey, Guillermo, hey, Guillermo, or even in a search uh, search box, play that album uh, by uh, 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 by the police where it's like a black album cover and just like red LEDs that look like faces. <laughs> Because again, you remember what the out al- if you can describe the album cover, it's oh, I know it is Outlandos de Moore. Here you go. <laughs> so, again, we, we got we got a, a year to keep complaining about this before we're stuck with it. It does look like they're addressing a lot of the things that I thought were weird about Google Play Music. Um, it's going to be uh, t- uh f- actually free with ads. Uh, if you if you can uh, deal with having ads, uh, 10 bucks a month for the ad free experience. Uh, if you subscribe to YouTube, uh, that, that's called YouTube Music Premium. If you get YouTube Premium, already they're getting into trouble. Too many names for aye too many aye things aye. that are similar. If you go to you, if you buy YouTube Premium for eleven ninety nine, you get YouTube Music Premium plus YouTube videos without any commercials. Uh, essentially, YouTube Red, which was another name that I thought again, I. I thought that YouTube Red has to be some sort of a porn thing or like a like a uh, the the right uh, the red the red banner video. It's like okay, I'm. Anytime you think red, it's like ooh scandalous. Yeah. Come on, or communist uh, <laughs> in some cases, or or, uh, or or losing lots and lots of money, which Google could afford to do. So. Oh, that's right. Yes, red is the color of the Dan- down arrow, as yes. they say. Um. Okay, so here's my thing with this pricing is as a YouTube TV subscriber, why don't I have anything that just includes all of this for me? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, first of all. Second of all, uh, I do I, – I, I am uh, – I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm just not entirely sure if I can move away from Spotify and do something else with my life just to be a part – uh, just to be more ensconced in the Google ecosystem. I'm just not sure that it's that important to me to to jump this gun. I liked YouTube TV because the app itself is the best app of all the live streaming apps that um, I had come across, and that includes like the Hulu. I know Hulu does streaming, but I kind of quit that because I didn't really want to deal with it. And then um, Sling TV, but their app is is does not work very nicely with Chromecast the way I'd like it to. 
So that's why I kind of went in that direction. But as far as music goes, like the idea of changing my music habit this far into my music life being a Spotify user. I just don't know. But then I hear things about how like Spotify is going to run out of money. And, you know, when I think of Google, I don't think of a company that's going to run out of money. So <laughs> See, that, that, so I feel, you know, no, with Google, it hurts even more because you know that they could have kept Google Reader going on until the heat death of the universe. They, they simply decided, I don't care. I just... I just will never understand that. Um, and now and now I don't read as many websites anymore, by the way, because I just don't really have an RSS reader anymore. So there you have it. Um, I'm missing out on the world because there's no Google Reader. Uh, but, but in all sincerity, like I would trust YouTube over other services just because of the fact that they are now the official – like they have become the official music TV, right? Back in the day, maybe for a split second, like MTV or whatever, you you had music videos on the TV. But then as those migrated over to tell, to internet, so did music listening. Yeah. So, I mean, it like makes sense from a brand perspective. And it also makes sense to do this. I'm assuming this is all complete, completely based on Flo's own assumptions. But this is just based on me watching uh, – Children of a children, teenagers of a certain age and young adults who are younger than me is I've noticed that the kids love the YouTubes like they just get everything there. They get their news, they get their music. Even my brother, who's a 27 years old. Sorry, I just put my brother's age out there. Uh, but even he gets a lot, 100 percent, 90 percent of his content from YouTube. So this is it. Yeah, it's it's a hell of a portal. I mean, I, I yeah. myself the the thing that the thing that finally got me to cancel like all of my cable channels except for the ones that the law requires the the cable company to just stick through this cable in every single household for free. You know, the local broadcast stations was realizing that I it's not as though I don't spend any time uh, of my week watching television, but. It's it's like the Techmoan channel, or it's like the eight bit guy, eight bit guy channel, uh, or it's the Project Binky channel, or the. It's, I, I spend so much time like just not watching cat videos on YouTube, but watching what I feel are really incredibly well made, like twenty minute videos of just. <laughs> I get like, my my new TV is fifty five inches. It's four K HDR, all this sort of stuff. If I had shown, Ow. if I had described this to ten year old me who was taking the day off of school for to see the the latest uh, day one release of a, of a Lucasfilm uh, movie, and say we we will we will own inside the house we will have this basically movie theater experience, even better detail and color than we get in the movie theater, better sound. Oh and my then, gosh. and then I would say, the, and we spend most of our time watching videos of people soldering things. <laughs> By the way, I just want to put it out there for the record, and I, I don't think my brother's ever going to listen to this, but uh, I spent a lovely evening with him one time watching YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just I forgot what we were watching, but anyway, no, but it's 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 true. It do, it does sound silly. To, it, it does sound silly to call uh, you. We have a new music service and it's called YouTube. But again, I, I it, it makes it, sense. It, 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 it closed my snark trap quickly when, uh, again, saying the, the, the Google blog was mentioned, even went out and mentioned how much the music experience people have is through YouTube. And I, again, I, I couldn't help but think about 
all the times there was like a live performance that was streaming from Berlin. I was just going to say. You know, and now I'm <laughs> and plans I had for I'm going to go out for breakfast and then I'm going to go to Home Depot and buy some paint and cleaning supplies. I'm going to finally like clean up that back part of the office and build and uh, saw and build those shelves. But then I found out, oh, there's like a two and a half hour live concert starting in 20 minutes. And so four hours later, I'm still in bed. <laughs> <laughs> watching my Apple TV, YouTube app on the Apple TV. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's the, but that's the thing though, is that um, YouTube has become, I mean, YouTube is just, it's just, it's a broadcasting network. It's not, I mean, it's just an uncurated broadcasting network. Sorry. I know there's algorithms <laughs> and stuff. There's supposed to like whatever serve you on content, but it's uncurated as far as I'm concerned. It's not like going on, on cable and hitting up, you know, the guide channel. I'm just thinking about, um, I'm thinking about how in the mid-90s, I went to – in the 90s, I went to Romania, which is a thing I did a lot in the 90s <laughs> um, as a kid. And I remember Michael Jackson was uh, being live-streamed <laughs> on TV. And I'm just thinking about, like, what a phenomenal moment that was for a country that was so locked off from the rest of the world's pop culture, like, to just have <laughs> Michael Jackson come there. It was such a big deal for everybody to sit at home that couldn't go to the concert. By the way, a bunch of people were crushed at that concert. Sorry to add, like, a sadness to it. But that's, like, what a big deal it was. Like, you know, all these people had this big pop icon uh, in their in their country. And I'm then just thinking about the first time that I ever had my first YouTube live experience, which was Arcade Fire. And I remember like rushing home <laughs> from work to join all of my friends so that we could all be online nope. and watch Arcade Fire together. Like what? <laughs> uh, so this makes perfect sense and it's gonna it's gonna probably really annoy a lot of google play music users and i completely understand that but um yeah it's it is what and, it is and, and, <laughs> it makes the most sense yeah. for google and uh, the, the google did drop the ball with this announcement but uh, <laughs> uh tech reporters from the various sites picked up that ball dusted it off and said, maybe you want to run with this ball again and tell everybody who's subscribing to, to Google Play that all of your playlists and all of your uploaded music that you've been doing for the past several years are not going to vanish because it's you, you it's people to accuse uh, others way too often saying you just don't like change saying I don't like the thing that I like suddenly yeah. sucking. But when you get down to you will you will have all your playlists, you will have all your you will have all your uh, all all your play counts, you'll have everything transferred to the new service. What are you complaining about? Well, the logo's kind of red, isn't it? Are you gonna do anything about the red in the be, logo? It'll be a bit of a cultural exactly. shift, I think, there's, too. For us, for I for some of us, because YouTube is very much um there's a bit of a silo. I kind of feel like YouTube is uh for the new generation. And sometimes I kind of start to feel like the old generation. Uh, listen, I know I'm not like of the age you're supposed to be saying that, but as far as tech usage goes, I'm going to be real that sometimes I start to feel a little outdated because I'm not moving as quickly as other people are. Uh, it, it's no, hard. It's... You get so life is so busy. I don't yeah. have time to change my music app. No, well, it's, YouTube, YouTube is it's fascinating. I could never have predicted the effect that it would have on me. me either for for, for 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 all this sort of stuff, like 
Um, it gives me a window onto again my how much distance is between myself, my generation, like my, my the generation X, and whatever is whatever is fourteen years old and haven't decided what's to call themselves yet. Because like when I'm on when I'm on YouTube and for some re- like what usually happens is that I've uh, I've been logged out for some reason and it's the one day every month and a half that I actually see like the gen- the the non-specific like YouTube landing page and there's like a recommended video from that's had 18 million views and the it's a it's a YouTube uh, YouTuber uh, who has like. 30 million 40 million followers on the channel and i have no i i have never even heard of this person ever in any context whatsoever and it blows my mind that somebody can like have at some have 40 you know 15 20 million people having watched a video that they made and a youtube channel that's subscribed by tens of millions of people and I have, I don't, I, I'm used to like, even if it's a country music, it, when I was growing up, if it was a country music singer that again, you've had no real, you, I'm not into country music or here's an actor and I'm really not into those kind of action movies or those kind of tense drama movies. At some point they're, they're on, they're in people magazine. So you will have heard of them. And at some point, if they're famous people, they'll, they will have had a guest spot on like love boat or fantasy Island or, you know, Mr. Belvedere to be like the, the he'd be like the <laughs> like, like when El DeBarge was a was a guest uh, super special guest star in the Facts of Life, and again you don't know who El DeBarge was. I barely knew who El DeBarge was, but pe- every famous person, everyone has at least heard of them. So <laughs> the, YouTube says I can't. Who is this person that makes this? This article says he made seventeen million dollars from his YouTube videos, and he and he's coming up with his own brand of rosé wine, like. <laughs> Even even though his YouTube channel is all about inserting things into other things and then making gestures at the thing he inserted it into, like I again, it's it's a it's the it's the one it's 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 the mall it's a, it's the it's the food court where even if you're walking through just to get from the sneaker store to uh, you know to 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 friendlies to to, to get a fribble. You will at least pass through the food court and you will see the wild and wacky things that other parts of humanity are into. Okay. So listeners, if anybody out there is planning on trying YouTube, what's it called again? YouTube, YouTube, YouTube music, music and YouTube music premium. Wait, 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 wait. YouTube music, YouTube music premium and YouTube premium. If you're trying any of those tiers, let us know. We really want to hear your thoughts because um, I'm going to hold off on trying it for a little mm. while because uh, I've got a lot of subscriptions going and can't just I can't just keep giving people my money. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Okay, I only have so much money here. All right, I really got to give HBO fifteen dollars a month. Okay, just to get some <laughs> non, just to get some some. Uh, legal Westworld, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to play it legal here, but I can only afford so much. So let us know if you venture that way. And by the way, uh, YouTube Red isn't isn't going away. It is turning into a porn channel. Uh, So uh, if you already are a YouTube Red subscriber, you will start receiving porn uh, on uh, on your Chromecast device. You have that to look forward to. 
I'm totally making that up, but again, I I would not I would not be shocked if hmm. the way that Google works, if there is basically three different teams creating three different competing streaming video and music services, and only two know of the presence of one of the others, and it's a different one for each team. Anyway, I don't think I, okay. <laughs> Listen, we're going to slightly get off topic. Slightly. No, this won't be off topic. No, no, no. I know. We're going to the material podcast. <laughs> it's never off topic because we're always talking about Google. Okay. The tagline of this podcast is it's Google all the way down. And this is going to be about Google. Okay. Because the reason I think Google would have a legitimate problem having a porn video site is that there's a lot of people out there who have problems trusting Google. Why would you trust Google with a thing? That you would like to keep private. Do you see what I'm getting at here? I, I mean, I would have no problem with it. Okay, let, let, let me because I have other things. I'll, I'll I'll put it this way: like, have you ever accepted an invitation to a wedding you didn't, you really didn't want to go to because, and almost solely because, as as your hand was hovering over the no, send my regrets, I can't come. You realize that actually, that's not too far for me to drive. And I know they will have really good cake. I will. <laughs> I, I, I'm willing to get into the. I'm willing to get into the tie. I'm willing to drive 40 minutes. I'm willing to spend 80 dollars on placemats at Banana Republic or wherever they're registered. If it really is the possibility of a good, good cake and enough that I can go back for seconds. If Google says, by the way. We now again. I that one of our one of our recurring themes on this show is that the perfect Google product is at that precise intersection between creepy and useful. If they just quietly, quietly, in the greatest discretion, said, "Steve, now you know that we've been observing everything about you. I'm not, we're not. I'm not just talking about the porn sites you go to. I mean, just again, what kind of socks you buy and." You know, do you go and do do you go for the diet drinks or do you go for what kind of brands of wine? Now, if you fear us for our knowledge of you, can we get you to think about not only do we know everything that have a beautifully perfect idea of who you are, we have searched and indexed and machine learning understood every porn that's ever been made. Now, for 10 bucks a month, would you be willing to see, we've picked out 12 videos just for you, Steve. This playlist would not even make any, one of them is a photographic tripod being assembled. Not in a sexy way, it's like actually a tech demonstration video. Because we know that once we put that next to the video of like the, the paprika factory and the, the dust being put or poured into the bottles, just again, I we... I, this is ASMR that you're, exactly. you're that's like, another kind of porn. I, I, again, it's like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I will, I will say again, I've, I've embarrassed myself on the show simply by being a blathering idiot for 152 episodes. There is hardly anything else I could, I could embarrass myself with. And so if I were like into porn a lot, I could say it and know that you would not think any, and no one would think any less of me. But it's like, what if, but what if the reason why is that I'm not willing to watch the 2,000 porn videos to find the one that is just perfectly aligned with Andy Anatko's personal interests? If Google said that all we will do, it's it's called, te technically we're calling it YouTube Red, but really it's called YouTube Steve, Steve. And we only will have a link to one video a month, but it will be exact, it will not waste your time in any way, shape, or form. 
the, I'm just, sure that there are a lot of just, people who would cough up 10 bucks a month for that. And I'm sure that Google could make just, that happen. Just make Google do it. <laughs> just, sorry. Just, just, I'm sorry, everyone. Just don't make me have to watch while Google does it, okay? God. I, I know Google, okay. I, I know you're into that, but I'm not into that. So, I mean. <laughs> do, we, do we have an opportunity to segue into another topic? I think we have a mandate from everyone listening to this to segue yeah. into another topic. Now, I, I, now, this was all over the news last week, I think partly because this is a really good month to really jump on Google for being terrible. I was people. trying to segue into this, by oh. the way, by by having the porn conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I was re- legitimately attempting flow, uh, flow, flow. Anyway, flow, flow, listen, flow, we tried flow, something flow, new flow. today. You're speaking you're, <laughs> now again. I, I remind you for for the listeners again. We we have Skype going, video Skype. We're recording it. For, for to be edited uh, into the audio, but we can see each other on Skype. So you Jim. know that I'm a man, right? And you and you, and with your experience on this planet for more than I'll say 22 years, you say I'm going to mention porn to a man, and that'll just be a quick breezy segue into something else. He will I not did it. boom Listen, latch right it. onto that. I knew what I was there doing. I'm saying. I knew what I was doing. I'm copying okay. to it. I set all that up. But yes, yeah, so segue. Segue, yes. <laughs> uh well, I was trying to segue into the whole uh into the whole thing about the 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 slight little controversy, which it turns out you updated me is not as much of a controversy anymore as I thought, which was Google removing Don't Be Evil from its code of conduct, <laughs> which happened after we filmed our show last week. Filmed, whatever, recorded. Um and which I just I just thought was a very interesting like way to end the week, and then it turns out that they actually moved it to the bottom of the code of conduct document. So so it's back on there. Yeah, it's it's literally so. Yeah, uh, Gizmodo uh, <laughs> they noticed that they use the the Wayback Machine, which is of course very very useful when someone decides to change something on the web, yes. thinking that aha, I've changed it on the web, and now it, my secret is Don't mine work. forever. Nope. No, the Wayback Machine archived it. So they were they provided handy links to what the what the code of code of uh, code of conduct used to be, where the "Don't be evil" was prominently displayed here and there. Uh, said, "I oh, see it's now it's nowhere to be seen." And then, but and I think I think the Gizmodo article actually has a link to like the live version of that, so you can see that it's not there. And it's a uh, no no not uh, not poking fun at these people. It's a long 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 document. It, it's almost like a terms of service in terms of long. It's long and there's bulleted indents and letters and numbers and things like that. But yes, when you get to the very very end, it says literally, "Oh, and don't be evil." <laughs> it says, "And remember, oh. dot dot dot." Don't be evil. And if you see something that you think isn't right, speak up! Exclamation point. Last updated April fifth, two thousand eighteen. <laughs> it's May twenty third, twenty eighteen. But to, uh, again, to be fair, that's the point. And when you're running a document that big, that's the point where tech writer will say, "Oh, and by the way, here is a URL to a hidden web page on my web server." If you email me with the text that's on that page, I will mail you $100 because I bet nobody is reading the all the way to the bottom of this damn thing I've been writing for the past five weeks. 
but it but I <laughs> it was exactly the sort of thing that people were now expecting Google to do, which is to disavow any attempt to not do evil anymore. <laughs> and it became uh, it's basically uh, uh, raw material for uh, late night monologues, and it, 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 more than anything else, it. Was it? Did they did they make oh, some I jokes bet, I last they, week? I bet they had to. I'm guessing, but it's <laughs> and, and 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 so yeah. And the fact that it didn't turn out to be anything is almost <laughs> inconsequential. But but as is this as would be this little tempest in a teapot that you're referring to. It's like okay, so they here's a piece of boilerplate text that don't be evil. Uh, when I when I first saw this piece of news, my Second reaction after again trying to come up with my own jokes, but deciding much like much like doing a, a British accent, there are things that once you have spent enough years exactly <laughs> once you have spent enough years on this planet, you realize that that's going to be mis- that for that instinct is the wrong instinct and skip right over it. Yeah, uh, but but just realizing that if if I were to come up with a motto like if if I if that were Google's motto for their. Uh, for their uh, code of conduct, and I were brought in as an outside consultant, I would say, so you're saying that the one thing you really want to impress upon your, your, your employees is, we're not, don't be evil, but there are gray areas. You know, I mean, you can be selfish and short-sighted and you can be mean spirited and you can be a bad, sometimes a bad person isn't really evil. So you're not really being the fact that you parked is parking in a handicapped space, even though there's plenty of extra parking. Is that evil or is that just simply something you shouldn't do? Well, I think we're all hands up in the air. It's something we shouldn't do. Exactly. I see. I would be encouraging you to try to raise the bar, try to do good, try to find ways of leverage using this unique power that fortune and and investors have placed in your hands to do actively positive things. And so that's why I really couldn't jump on the oh, that's a terrible sign that they're no longer telling telling their employees not to do evil. Uh, I don't know if I should cop to this. I don't know. I kind of got I got a little in a tizzy over it. <laughs> just being okay. honest. I did. I did. I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I mean, quite honestly, everyone, since this is like therapy, I'm a little, I think it's pretty obvious that uh, to anybody who might follow me on social media, that I'm really trying to figure out my relationship with the tech in my life right now, because a lot of stuff has changed for me personally, professionally. (laughs) And, and I really, and, and there's a lot of stuff that's been going on. And again, I know I talk about this a lot, but like I live here, so I'm kind of in the midst of, I live in, you know, near Silicon Valley. So like I have people in my life who work in it and, you know, I, uh, <clears throat> I've been here all my life, so I know, so I, I kind of feel the ramifications of it. I, I don't know. It's just, it's just been kind of a whirlwind. And I just, this is one thing I would like, to, I'm glad that they added it back. Yeah. I really am. I'm glad it didn't get for real taken away because, because they, it would have been like, I mean, I'm going to be honest. It would have been like when Kanye went crazy on Twitter. Like I just couldn't. And I I just couldn't. uh, And by crazy, I mean he went political rant crazy. Uh, I I couldn't. I I felt really upset because I love Kim Kardashian. (laughs) Why would you ruin that for me? Like I just. Why would you do that? Again, you are in a place of safety and love. 
Nothing can happen in this space we're creating for ourselves that we do not want to happen. You can say anything in this space. I know this is a tech podcast, but everybody already knows Flo has a thing for a lot of pop culture, okay? And that's just the way it is. It's my hobby. Leave me alone. But I'm just going to say that for me, it hit like that hard for me as part of like the, ooh, I like, you know, (laughs) I'm going to be this indulgent fan as well, you know, but it's it's hard because I, I also, like, that's part of the reason I'm not like, an Amazon fan or something because like they just don't have, they didn't really have that ethos. And there's just always been kind of this, like this thing about Google. It's a, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, and uh, I I think, I really do think that makes life difficult for Apple and Google. Uh, I'm not sure that there are other companies that fall into this situation where people feel as though they're, people have created a fictional character in their heads that represents Google yeah. as an entirety and re- represents Apple as an entirety. This is why it gets me kind of bothered when every time, every time uh, a government official in China snaps his fingers and Tim Cook says, "Whatever it is, we can do that." Like you, you, you want us to make a circular iPhone that could be worn like a shock collar around all the citizens and used to track them. Sounds great. We have a curved screen design that's just a okay for that. It's like, isn't? But isn't this? Are you're supposed to be like culturally these hippies who love freedom and peace and don't want to and would never like design like nuclear weapons or anything like that. But you seem to be okay with allowing a not not the worst regime in the world, but still they're very very interested in keeping uh, the uh, the iron hobbed boot on the neck of the proletariat, so to speak. And perhaps you should. That was beautiful. Per, yes. <laughs> <laughs> not not mine, but it was a memorable. Uh, it's like per, perhaps again while while you're talking about you know in the keynotes about how you you think you can change the world and help humanity again, if you could just say no every once once in a while, like and let us know that you've said no when they when they said to do this thing that'll will weaponize the iPhone against innocent civilians who have saved a lot of money to buy this thing that the government will use to control their and observe and <laughs> their lives perhaps like yeah and, and and when when in truth it's like well no this apple is not this fun loving you know frolicking naked in the in a wheat field hippie it is a it is the largest consumer technology corporation <laughs> in the what more in terms of in terms of revenue they're they're about to become a trillion dollar valuation company and so that's my fault for thinking that for, for again thinking of them as these two bearded hippies in a garage. It's like even when even when it was two bearded hippies in a garage, it was one bearded hippie who was screwing over the other bearded hippie <laughs> in business in several business deals. <laughs> hey, I watched the Pirates of the Silicon Valley. Mm. All right, my dad and I tuned into that in the live premiere when it originally aired on the TV. Uh, but I kind of feel like, isn't that what we were? I mean, and I think the reason it's important that we discuss this is because like, I, I have totally fallen into that camp um, of personifying these tech companies, just kind of the same way that some of us give these personalities to celebrities. We don't know. Yeah. I think that it is definitely on par. It's the same thing. It's just that instead of Hollywood, it's Silicon Valley. Um, you know, I also 
I also think this is an important conversation because uh, in the world that we live in now, in the social media world that we live in now, like there's a lot, interaction's a lot easier. You have a lot more access to these concepts and these ideas. And so I have a lot of access to that idea of of Google as a as a do good company. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of put out there on the internet as like a as a thing. Yeah. Like that's that's kind of what we're driven towards. Um and so I would I would like to see that that's still a part of the general statement of the company. Yeah, and and at the same time if we make sure that we're not little children that are expecting a huge company to be like our mom or our dad as opposed to a legal construction that can neither fear neither feel nor give love which is exactly what a, these large corporations are it's and gets way more tax breaks than uh, exactly. i do sorry <laughs> keep going uh, sorry just a little bit uh, again april was not that far uh, <laughs> that far in the past it still no, stings no it wasn't uh, but yeah it's 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 still okay for us to have uh, high high expectations for these companies to this is yeah. uh, I, if i it really did upset me when apple came out with a $12,000 solid gold gadget watch and it wasn't because you're supposed to be two hippies in a garage trying to change no nothing like that it was really you can you have the ability to design and manufacture pretty much anything and once again you can it's like you've got a mental keyboard macro every time you're on a stage and for saying changing the world through technology and you decided to make a $12,000 gadget watch. This is a really good use of your time and resources. And this is the, and it's the same reason why I, again, I'm not entitled to, but I feel kind of good when there's a new, uh, with, there's news about uh, Google creating a service that is not designed to make mo- money, that, but really is designed to solve a problem that they're well positioned to solve. Like uh, the project Loon Balloons, that are just simply here is mm-hmm. a problem of we don't know how to get internet ac- internet to parts of the world that you just can't get fiber optic to. How do we solve that problem? Uh, yeah, they put that in. They put those in Puerto Rico. Yeah. They they. Um, sorry, I didn't mean right, to interrupt. But, but but that's no. But but yeah, that's a. And I'm sure I'm sure there's a. I'm sure there's a. <laughs> there's technology that will find ways to make money eventually but it's a good idea it fills a need no one else is in a position to actually do this and see if it'll work uh that's what i like to see a large company doing not trying to figure out a way to weaponize artificial intelligence and not and and uh, not taking a leadership role i saying i just realized i was saying nasty things about apple and nothing but good things about google it's okay we're a google podcast but nonetheless it's like a, a company as big as google you're expected to be uh, not only your uh, the the scale of your company but how much important work that you're doing in machine learning and also the tools that you're creating that other people are going to be using whether they license it from you or not you have not uh, just uh, an, uh, an opportunity but a responsibility to be a leader in the conversation about how should we be using this technology? Is it okay to be working on military projects that and lending our machine learning and artificial intelligence expertise? Is it okay for us to say we're going to license our technology for use in humanitarian uh, operations and hospitals? We will not allow it to be used on any weapons platform. 
and to that extent, we are actually going to hack our own uh, open source license to say that you are forbidden to use it uh, in these uh, situations. And what are you doing to make sure that you're helping other companies like Amazon and Apple uh, do the right thing with their own artificial intelligence platforms? It's the fact that they the fact that they're still they did not see the need to have that conversation with their own. I'm sorry, they're having a they're having conversations with their employees roughly uh, about the uh, military drone projects that they were working on, but not to the level of hey, we need to actually stop now and take a step back. This was this was the moment that we knew that we would at one point have to face that we can't move forward until we make sure that we have our own don't be evil statement that will inform and guide all the decisions that are thousands and tens of thousands of engineers and managers are going to have to fall back on when they're trying to figure out what's the best way for us to go forward a or b what is the least what is the most beneficial and least evil way to go because culturally we have decided at google that it's okay for us to not own the sector to own the the uh uh, domestic surveillance market so long as we feel as though we're, we're we're attracting engineers who want to put their skills and their knowledge towards good works so missed opportunities we expect things from them because they have a responsibility at that scale to be forces of positive change we've seen we've seen energy companies that have decided screw it <laughs> we're we're just we're gonna buy enough uh, enough of the government enough politicians to make sure we can do whatever the hell whatever the hell we want that's not a good look for anybody. <sighs> yeah, we just gotta, we just gotta keep them honest. <laughs> it's our job. Just keep them honest. I, I haven't bought that Pixel Three phone yet, Mister Google and Mrs. Google. So if you really, if you really want that eight hundred and thirteen dollars, you're going to listen to what I have to say, young Missy and young Mister. <laughs> be honest. <laughs> just be real. Uh, make Google do it. <laughs> Just make Google be real. Um, I, I think that's well, a good I, place to end it. <laughs> we, yes. we had a, we had a very nice little show doc. We got to item number one. We got to item number two. Okay, that's fine. And we didn't and we didn't even like waste time with like two or three ad reads. So again, it's I, I'm I'm sure that now that the good weather has returned to New England and other parts of the country, we will be getting more sunshine and exercise. We will no longer have quite so. Oh, that's hilarious that you're saying that because it is grossly overcast, <laughs> weirdly out of character overcast. Right I'm, now. Surpri- I'm surprised and that the clouds can still afford to like be above property in this area for that, of those prices. Right? I, I would assume that they would move like north to like Petaluma, like the around Marin. <laughs> they just commute. No, down they're here from, too. Okay, they're everywhere. Right, good, good for them. I'm, they're doing great. That's fine. <laughs> Uh, well, I think that's it for this week's show. I think that's it for this week's material podcast. And of course, we want to thank everybody for tuning in weekly, every week to what has now turned into Andy and Flo's weekly therapy sessions on their tech lives. <laughs> we will we will be switching off. I of course I had the short straw and I had a I had to have the role of therapist. Uh, but next week you will be hear- yes, you will be hearing therapy. all about uh, my two older sisters and the horrible horrible ways that they disregarded me as a child and my uh, my emerging sense of identity uh, in a contentious oh household. That's going to be a fun one. Um, well, I'm just going to be over here watching YouTube <laughs> with my family members. 
So I'm probably going to be watching it with ads. I'm probably going to try it out with ads. Uh, so again, please email us because we have an email. Uh, you can actually visit our little website at relay.fm slash material if you want to find contact information, show notes, information of all sorts, where you can follow us on Twitter. If you go into uh, the view menu of Chrome and go to a developer, you can even take a look at the JavaScript that uh, powers that website. So there's lots of stuff to That's discover there. That's very true. Also, uh, a great thing to discover is memberships. If you subscribe to us, that makes us very happy. Uh, that helps us keep the show going every week. And um, it just generally shows your fealty to us as your <laughs> podcast hosts, which uh, which makes us feel yes. nice and good about ourselves. We, and in this world, well, you you have to buy self esteem. We, we joke about that. We joke about that, but <laughs> so. the, you know, the uh, we don't. I don't think we get membership. Uh, money like every single month like it's it's it, it accrues and then like on a certain schedule we get just a this suddenly there's an email that says oh by the way uh a a, a pile of money that you really can't wrap your head around <laughs> because as far as you know you're just having a conversation with one or two of your friends every wednesday that no one else gets to listen to and oh oh that's right not only there are people listening but they're very generous and kind people who like to support the show which which means that I can I can finally buy those shoes and stop stop wrapping my wrapping my feet in in magazines in the cold winter's nights. And Annie and I are working on some bonus episode ideas, so toss those our way if you have any. I mean, we have our own ideas, but if you have additional ideas, we would love to hear them as always. And of course, any tech help or anything that you all need out there. Andy and I are here for. We have this idea of. I remember when, like, uh, uh, on uh, uh, the ABC network, it's like for a whole month, every single like family sitcom, the family like visited Disney World. So if we got any, we'd like to do a special episode that which we go to Disney World. Now, of course, in keeping with that '80s '90s motif. Uh, we would require uh, either our network or Disney to pay for a good week for us and our support crew uh, so we can film that special episode. We don't know whether it's going to be, oh, there's a tech conference that's taking place like at Goofy's Castle or uh, I just uh, we're, we, we wanted we wanted to investigate like the NFC uh, bracelets that make everything work so wonderfully. Uh, and then there are hijinks or there's like bumbling jewel thieves who like hide with uh, one of the crown jewels and like my, my the bag that I I, ca I carry my uh, my backup batteries in. So we're we're still working on that sort of stuff. But again, step one is uh, accommodation, airfare, uh, 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 unrestricted access to the parks. Uh, Again, I'm sure that one of you knows somebody. Somebody out there. It's not does. like we're asking you to have someone killed. We're just asking for again airfare accommodations. <laughs> oh goodness. We're oh, reasonable goodness. people. We are reasonable people. Andy, where can where can our reasonable listeners find you on the reasonable internet? Uh just spell my last name. Snort. <laughs> Much like saying the word Rumpelstiltskin or saying Mr. Mixelplick's uh, name backwards, things will happen. Uh, spell Anatko, I-H-N-A-T-K-O, into Twitter, and you'll get my Twitter feed. Uh, Instagram, you'll get my Instagram, and Anatko.com, you'll get my blog. And I also have a last name that begins with I, which I think is very nice to be doing a podcast with somebody who also had to endure the same suffrage as me uh, all those years of school of being the only I person in the entire school. What? Uh, <laughs> you can find me at FlorenceLion.com. Easy, very easy. Yeah, your, your your two best friends in homeroom were someone with the last name H and the last name J because there's only going to be one of you. Yes, it's true. It's true. Uh, until next week, everybody. Thanks for joining us, and have a lovely 
week. Oh, <laughs> oh,